Well, hello. I didn't see you there because I can't see you because this is pre-recorded and I don't have a camera watching you, which is great. The surveillance state has not won yet. Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am Nick, the host of the show. I am sitting on a bunk bed on the lower bunk, talking into the mic because I realized that my chair is creaky and I don't want you to hear all the creaking. And if you've heard creaking in past episodes, I'm very sorry. This remains a work in progress as a show years into it, as do I. I'm constantly, constantly trying to self-improve. <laughs> I mean, not really. Uh, in case you haven't listened to the podcast before, my name is Nick. I'm a stand-up comedian, a writer, been in, done some acting, and I've sang in some bands. And uh, started doing this podcast a little while back, after I came back from Los Angeles, having been there for a, quite quite a time, and uh, back in Toronto, Canadian, goes to L.A., classic story, older than the hills, that story is. And I did not get to star or live in the hills while I was there. I came back home and I was like, ooh, woo, that was intense. And then I went to the doctor and said, help me, doctor. And uh, tried to get a handle on my ADHD. Did a podcast, started the podcast, started joking around and started talking about ADHD and mental health and movies and whatever. So this is a very across the boards uh, podcast. Sometimes I'll be like, and other times I'll be like, wee. And uh, if you are like that, perhaps you will enjoy this as well. I, uh, I've been trying, spe speaking of work in progress, I have recorded two episodes already that have not been released because they were, uh, the sound was weird or they got cut off in the middle and it's too bad because oh, that was, it was hot stuff. But that's something I also constantly deal with. They say with ADHD, delegation is super important. And uh, I have been doing this not all alone because I had Andy, my buddy, helping me out for a while uh, editing interviews. We do interviews too. But today it's just me. Sometimes it's just me. But I never feel fully alone because I have you and the many people in my life that I care about. And uh, so I'm in charge of making sure it runs and it's posted and I'm telling people about it. And it's a tall order. And I wish I had a way of just walking into a room and it was all ready to go. Uh, but, you know, I'm doing my best with it. And I, hopefully I'm learning uh, as I go to get it right. It just might take a little longer than usual. I am excited, though, because we do have an interview coming up again, finally. They've been super infrequent this year. But uh, this is with Kelly Stoltz, a musician and a friend of mine. And uh, you'll be getting it in the next few days. So I'm really excited for it. And I don't know. I've just been... I had some therapy last week. I get to go to my therapist about once a month uh, via Zoom, of course. And 
we did a little exercise where I went over my body and how it was feeling and what I was feeling when I thought about certain things. And, you know, identifying emotions can be a really difficult thing sometimes. And apparently, especially with attention deficit disorder, uh, a lot of the time you have feelings and you can't even really label them. And, and that can lead to confusion or, or stress or actually even assuming an emotion that may not actually be the baseline one. You might go, God, I don't know how I feel. Maybe I'm depressed. But actually, you're just feeling a different thing underneath that. And when I got to the root of how I was feeling, when I went over my body and, and the sensations, I was feeling a sense of reset, rejuvenation, and refreshment. So I am going into this month of May feeling like, yeah, baby, we can do this. Let's take it to the streets. Let's party. Let's be good. Let's feel good. I'm podcasting. The dogs are barking and I forgot to close the door. Sometimes when I yell I'm podcasting, they shush and they know that I'm busy doing stuff, but this time they were kind of like, no, this will be a great sound for your audience to hear. And I respect that. And speaking of refreshment and change and resetting, I'm going to say goodbye to these lovely dogs I'm dog-sitting uh, by the end of the week. And uh, they bark all the time. They're very nice, but if someone passes by the front window, it sounds like a, you know, a Blitzkrieg bomb alert. And that is not always a calm thing. So they're going to be away from me, and I'm going to be back in a more dense neighborhood in Toronto as we, in this province and city, weave our way through the pandemic. Everyone's trying to get vaccinated. Again, it's super hard with ADHD to get vaccinated because, you know, I'll have a couple of days where I'll call these places not have any luck and then I'll forget for a day or two and then I'll just it just rinses and repeats so I'm trying to get vaccinated sorry to any of my listeners who don't think that's a good idea I happen to think it's a good idea and <laughs> apologies to everybody who doesn't believe vaccination works but I will be back wish there was a vaccination for bigotry am I right wish there was a vaccination for low self-esteem but I'll take the COVID vaccination and maybe that'll help my self-esteem. Maybe I'll be like, I am proud. I am so proud I got this. And I can run for it to be the prime minister, but also do a Netflix comedy special. And then next thing you know, I'll be the king of everything here in Canada. So yeah, trying to get vaccinated, leaving the dogs. Starting anew, at the end of the month, I'll be going to an arts residency that I go to on Toronto Island. Always amazing. I'll be dressed like Castaway. I will have my baseball friend. I don't, I got to pack lights, so I can't bring a volleyball and call him Wilson. So I'm going to bring a uh, baseball and call him Wrigley. Hey, Wrigley, we're having a pretty fun day. You want to go to the nude beach? Yes. That's Wrigley's voice. Hello, Nick. Let's go to the beach. There I am, naked as a jaybird with the with the baseball next to me. 
in a sun hat with sunglasses. Are there some baseball-sized sunglasses I can purchase from you? Please, if you know of any, weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. That's the email address if you want to get in touch with the podcast. And if you have, if you have your own regimen for rejuvenation, refreshment, and feeling better, let me know. How are you feeling going into spring? Because spring is springing, and, and that's a good thing. Sick of the winter. So are the dogs. They're probably barking because it's not quite beautiful out. And they desperately want it to be so because they're dogs and they love nice weather. Good God. Rejuvenation, reset, refreshment. Just say it and it will be true and it will happen. Um, wondering when I'll be able to go back to my life now that things are slowly kind of getting back into the idea of society converging once again in public spaces. Doing stand-up is something... I see everybody posting these things on, on Instagram. Ah, I'm so... You know, this means so much. Ooh, I can't wait to do comedy. And it's like... I'm not posting anything like that, but don't think I'm not feeling that. I'm really interested in knowing how my um, feeling of accomplishment or excitement or having something to look forward to, um, how that changes when I get to perform again live, make people laugh in a group setting. I was talking to this comedian, Chris Fairbanks, we were texting. He's on this Green Zoom podcast that I'm part of. And he was like, dude, he's in L.A., so he did some live shows. And he was just like, yeah, I wasn't thriving on Zoom. And I thought about any time I've done a Zoom show with him, he's always so funny. But it's just hard to feel the same. And, it, and it's hard. Basically, I want to vampirically drain your energy, audience, as you drain mine. It's one of the most reciprocal things you can do. And, you know, internet doesn't really feel reciprocal somehow, even though we're all communicating. You read something, you take it in, you lie back, you bite a bagel, fall asleep. Live, we're attuned. We're right there. I've also, yeah, so, I don't know. That's, uh, are you excited for that? Do you think people are going to go out as much? There's going to be less venues. It's, it's so complicated. My brain breaks just thinking about it. Also, the coronavirus outbreak is not finished worldwide, so it's going to be pretty interesting seeing how that impacts everything. I'm not trying to get anyone worried. Just saying. We're not out of the woods yet, and these woods have germs. I was gifted. I was in gifted as a uh, uh, child. That's what uh, a lot of kids with ADHD were. And I wasn't diagnosed until I was an adult, but it was really interesting. I think about it a lot because I feel like gifted was an interesting cross-section of what the school I was in. They sent us to a different school. So the class I was in, you know, we do a half day at this other school in a different environment. And there'd be like the top of the class kids. And I was kind of smart in elementary school, as smart as a fifth grader can be. 
Are you smarter? And, but I was nowhere near like the brainiacs that some of, some of these people were. But the school, the class was really, really friendly to things that ha, uh, people, kids with, and people with attention deficit disorder have. Like they gave you a project for the year, basically, where you could pick the topic that you were researching and writing about, which is exactly what everyone with ADHD needs to be doing, is just like what you're passionate about. You will work hard on that. And I chose dinosaurs. I was young. So what? Sure, it's stereotypical of a child, but I went with dinosaurs and I was like mailing museums and they were sending me photos of dinosaurs and pamphlets. I was all over it. And there was like at lunchtime, there was a computer game we all played that was like kind of borderline environmentalist. There were trees and it was it was really cool. It was like a gentle computer game, but it was it was fun. And I I just. I'm so interested. And also because it was a half day, it was like a concentrated amount of attention. So even though there were kids who maybe were there because they were bored in class because they just knew a lot of things already, there were other kids who were being taught to thrive with uh, how their brains were. Did I thrive? I don't know. That's arguable. If you have an answer, write the, write the address, email address I gave you earlier. And tell me. And uh, if you know what the gifted programs are like now, I'd love to know. I mean, I doubt they're called gifted. And I guess things could have gone another way if I went to a, a different kind of school. Maybe I would have wound up in special ed or something and had a, a totally different experience. I don't know. But I do know that's what I grew up with. And uh, that was my take on uh, gifted learning style. And it was it was cool. Otherwise, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I recommend the uh, Amazon Prime series, Little Axe, directed by the uh, British filmmaker, Steve McQueen. He made 12 Years a Slave, which I have not seen. Not because I am against it. It just seems like there's a lot of stress and pain involved. And uh, it's hard for me to bring myself to go, oh, I'll put this on. But this is a pretty amazing achievement. It's like four or five short uh, films, some of which are full length, uh, about the West Indian community in Notting Hill in the late 1970s in London. And the, I've watched the first two, and they are just great. So if you do have Amazon Prime, maybe you feel guilty like me about participating in the whole Amazon thing, but take some time with Steve McQueen. And I think... You will be very happy. Otherwise, what can I say? R.I.P. all the great rappers who've died. Humpty, a.k.a. Shock G. Black Rob, maker of the classic song, Woe. DMX, I've gone over that in past episodes. All these other people uh, from, from the hip-hop era that I grew up with or went back and checked out have gone back and checked out in their own ways. And it is... A lot to take in. Some real fat to chew. Especially Shock G. Digital Underground was like maybe the first hip-hop group I remember really getting into. My friend had uh, tapes of... I was like nine. He had tapes of uh, Digital Underground sex packets. 
and NWA and the Posse. And he played them for me. And Sex Packets was like, ooh, what a tantalizing name. I had no idea what it means. I think, I can't remember. It's it's like a concept album for something. Um, because they were really Funkadelic inspired. So they had all kinds of crazy imaginative song ideas and album ideas. And then NWA and the Posse was like Dope Man. And, you know, all these different songs that were like super harsh and naughty. But Digital Underground was just fun. And that's how I felt with the passing of Humpty Hump. I was just like, you know, the world is a little less fun without the guy who said, stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. So I'm just going to sign off by saying thank you, Shock G. Very creative person. Lots of great songs. Check him out if you haven't. Dance a little into May. And then continue dancing for the rest of the year. Safely. Take care, friends.